Are you hiding from love as an adult child of divorce? We're going to be talking about this today on Heart in a Drawer, the podcast for adult children of divorce. Welcome back to Heart in a Drawer. I am your host, Sarah Geringer. I've been on an extended break since the last episode because I have a new book out. It's called Hope for the Hard Days. It has 100 encouraging devotions, and I will put the link in the show notes so you can check that out. It is available on Amazon. And soon I'm going to have my copies here so I can offer signed copies in my Etsy shop. So make sure that you check out Hope for the Hard Days after you listen to this episode. So I have several ideas for new episodes. I'm going to try to make them shorter and take a little bit less time to polish them up so you can get more episodes before this all-important holiday season begins. I know as a child of divorce since 1982, every holiday season brings with it a lot of different emotions, and I know it's a key time for us to kind of look inside, invite God in to those hurt and healing places, reflect on things that we've learned, and then take what we've learned and go in a healthier direction. So today I want to talk about hiding from love, and that's actually a book title. It's a book that I read years ago. If you've listened to me for a while, you know that I love Dr. Henry Cloud, Dr. John Townsend. I have a mini library of their books. It's been a while since I read this one. I was reading a different book, and then it quoted hiding from love. I'm just going to read this quote. This is by uh, Dr. John Townsend. It's four sentences long, and it's just absolutely packed with information, and I knew it was going to lead to a really good episode for us to discuss today. So here we go, the quote. When we experience emotional injury, fear, or shame, our first impulse is to hide the hurting parts of ourselves from God, others, and ourselves. Often, we have learned these hiding patterns during childhood to protect ourselves in threatening environments. The problem is when we hide, we isolate ourselves from the thing we need to heal. What once served as protection as a child can become our prison as an adult. Well, that hit me kind of hard. I'll just be super honest with you. You know, that's how I am on this podcast. If you've listened for a while, I remember uh, when I was a child that going and making art was my hiding place. So I would sit at my desk and draw for hours and hours all these intricate scenes. And I'm so grateful that I've got kind of a pack rat inside of me and I have most of those drawings saved. And it's awesome to look back on those and see what I was creating at that time. And honestly, what I was creating, and I might put a couple pictures on the blog post that always accompanies this episode so you can kind of see some of my art. One thing is that I've noticed is 
that it's a lot of dream worlds. It's a lot of idealism, a lot of scenes where everything is very, very calm and peaceful and beautiful. And I think it was like a world I could escape into and pretend that everything was okay. And of course, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But now that I'm an adult, now that I've experienced my own divorce in 2022, I've been thinking about how my relationship with art is both good and can be bad sometimes. I remember when I was in high school, this was my senior year, and I was painting a big sign that we were going to put on display for our band banquet. So I had been in band for six years and I was uh, one of the band director's favorite students. I think he would agree with me if he was here to say that. Uh, He's in heaven now. But I remember I was in the basement of the school and I was painting this and I was listening to music while I was painting this. And what was happening is we were going to put everybody's senior pictures on that board. I was putting all my bandmates' pictures up there, and I remember feeling like, okay, here I am, this artist hidden in this little room underneath the band room, a storage room, painting this painting, putting all these bandmates on here, and yet I'm isolated. And it's by design. It's by design. Because, as I've talked about before, my high school years were the darkest in my life. It was just painful because it was like I could engage looking from the outside in, but I couldn't engage from the inside out. And I think that often when I was making my art, it was my way of engaging the best that I could, but it still wasn't engaging with people the way I wanted to because I was so hurt. I was so afraid and I was so guarded against getting traumatized again and again and again, like I had been my whole childhood. And that has been something I've been thinking about now because I've been making art because I sell it in my Etsy shop and then at local places in the fall. It's kind of like muscle memory when I start painting again. And I've been thinking about that because I've been healing in this last almost two years since my divorce. And I wrote on a post recently that it was uh, probably October or November of 21. The chaos in my life really started in January of 22. So this was a prophetic word that God spoke over me. And in that fall, I had just wrapped up writing my book, Hidden Manna on a Country Road, and I was just utterly depleted. But God had said to me, art is your friend. Even though I have a degree in art, I have a BFA in graphic design and illustration, but I also have a degree in English. And really, since I graduated from college, I've focused most of my efforts on writing. And I think that fall of 21, God was saying, I want you to embrace art again. And I think he could see how using my artistic talents again was going to help heal me. So this is what I've been discovering because I've been painting just about every night for the last three or four weeks, getting ready for some upcoming sales. 
And I'm thinking about how art is good in a way that it's healing me. It's helping me heal. It's helping me connect to a good place inside that feels good because making art feels good to me. But also it's taking me back into those spaces when I was a child, when I was a teenager, when I would escape and use art as a way of hiding from the world. I would sit under the willow tree in my front yard on my bean bag and I would draw with my markers and colored pencils. I was literally hiding. And we kind of lived on a busy street and like people didn't know I was under there <laughs> because I was hidden by the willow branches. You know, I can laugh about that now, but I'm thinking about this quote when he says, you know, we've learned these hiding patterns during childhood to protect ourselves, but what served as protection as a child can become our prison as an adult. As I try to rebuild my life after divorce, I don't want to hide anymore. And it's made me think about the ways that I have hidden from love after being a child of divorce and how other people I know have hidden from love. I think one really common way in our culture now is to just cut off relationships without any explanation because it's too painful, too complicated, too messy. We feel like we're not going to make any headway. And so sometimes we just think it's easier to just cut it off. And yet that can be so painful for the other person and confusing. I have done an episode about cutting off a relationship. I will link it in the show notes. But when I had to do that for my own self-protection, my counselor said, if you're going to cut off a relationship, you need to tell the person why. Because if they ever decide to reconnect with you or reconcile with you, then they'll know what they need to do in order to make headway. So that's just a little tip on this. We're not going to continue in this in the whole episode, but that's one way that we can hide. And I think that's becoming more and more common in that adult children of divorce just completely disengage. And maybe it's because we're hiding because we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to get all stirred up, but really it takes more courage and maturity to just say what we need and what we're not getting and let the other person decide whether they're going to offer that to us or not. I think another way we hide is, and I've talked about this before too, just our indulgences to make us feel better. You know, I've talked about emotional eating and I'm getting more and more aware of that in the last, like I said, almost two years of recovery from all this trauma of what am I thinking, feeling when I am tempted to binge and what does that look like? What is under the surface? And what am I hiding from? And that's something I'm dealing with. It's becoming less and less of a struggle for me. But it is something I'm more cognizant of when I'm really craving my temptation foods. Then I really need to deal with the problem. Because I think that's a way I have hidden in the past. And then just hiding from relationships. You know, it is difficult, I think, when you have been so hurt to open yourself up again. And yet, you know, if we don't try, then it hurts even more, I think. And it's, it's just such a challenging thing for us. And I think 
that's probably the most challenging part of being an adult child of divorce is when we have relationship problems, when we have problems connecting with other people, it's almost always traced back to this original trauma. And I feel like I've gotten the most help with that by meeting with my counselor over the years and learning to take risks and kind of tiptoe out there because I need that. It's a need that God created in me to connect with people. It's a need that we've all got inside of us because we're made in the image of God and God is a God of relationship. And so we need relationships with other people, not just with our own families. And so I really have to be intentional about reaching outside my little comfort zone and connecting with other people. I think that when we go back to the original emotional injury, fear, or shame that Dr. Townsend's talking about here, when we deal with those things, then when we're tempted to feel like we're hiding from love, then we're going to stay there for a shorter period of time because we're going to realize, well, I'm acting out of my fear. I'm acting out of my shame. I'm acting out of my hurt. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to deal with that. Well, how do I deal with that? Because I want to give you something practical here. When I identify those emotions, that's my cue to go back and talk about it with God. Probably the starting place for me is journaling about it, getting my thoughts out on paper, and then I can pray about it more intelligently. I can also go look up verses in the Bible that address those problems that have come to the surface. I can go read books. I have a whole gigantic library of books, and I can read about those issues. Also, I can talk to a couple of my best friends about this. The Bible tells us there is wisdom in many counselors, so if I feel stuck on an issue, I can take it to one of my wise and godly friends. I always get some valuable ideas from them. And then, of course, I can go talk to my counselor about it. If I put all those layers on something, then I have a better handle on it and I know what to do. That's really how I have to handle it, and I think that it has helped me grow. It has helped me get past some of these stuck areas, and that's why I wanted to share it with you, because maybe you're stuck in some of these areas too, but you can use those techniques to get unstuck. And like I say in every episode, I leave a link to focus on the family counseling line. You can get a free one-time counseling call. One thing I'm doing now too, is I'm just enjoying my art for its own sake. I'm just enjoying the time of painting and creating and thinking about the people that are going to enjoy it when they purchase it. That's kind of redeeming that hurt place inside me as a kid too. I'm not doing it for a private audience of one. I'm doing it to share with other people and I'm doing it to just celebrate this gift that God has given me of artistic talent and to connect with him. I paint nature scenes. And so it's just a reflection of the beauty he's created. So in the show notes, I'm going to leave a link to Hiding from Love. It's an excellent book that I highly recommend. I'm going to leave a link to my Etsy shop because I am going to be restocking it with some of my paintings soon. I know that you might be listening to this episode later on, and I'll be restocking it before Black Friday. And then also 
I'm going to put some of my childhood art on that blog post so you can see that too. Make sure you check out the link for Hope for the Hard Days and get that ordered. I'm going to close this with a prayer and make sure that you join me again soon because I've got at least two more ideas that I want to share with you on new episodes before Thanksgiving. So let's close in prayer. Father God, we praise you because you are love and you share your love abundantly with us. And we know that when we connect with you and fill our hearts with your love, then we won't feel such a need to hide from love ourselves. And I invite you in to those places of emotional injury and fear and shame that we've experienced as children of divorce and help us to come out of hiding so that we can connect with you and others in healthier ways. I pray you will show us the ways that we tend to turn away from what is good and hide from the best things that you have for us. I pray that you will heal us. You would help us to recognize our triggers. You would help us to connect in safe and healthy ways. And I pray that as we grow and heal, you would bring us out of isolation and help us to find that connection with others that we so desperately need and to use that as our protection rather than our hiding place. We also know that the Bible tells us that you are our hiding place, Lord. You protect us from the things that hurt us in our lives. We can go to you first for that protection and strength and courage that we need to go reach out to others and heal from our wounds. And I thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're enjoying Heart in a Drawer, I hope that you'll subscribe and that you'll leave a review so more people can find this episode. And if you know someone who's an adult child of divorce who's struggling in ways they don't really understand, please share this podcast with them. And I pray it will be a blessing to you and to your friends. 